Absolutely. So, I mean, I got to first off say when we announced that you were going to be on here, there were so many people that were like, I can't wait. I love Link. I've been waiting to find out what's going on with Link. So, I mean, we got it done. I, I appreciate you for uh, making time for us as well. <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. You know, y'all rep hard for, for R&B, brother. So any platform that supports uh, my brand of music, brother, you know, all you got to do is reach out, man, and I'm there for you, man. So I'm excited, and I've been uh, I've been anticipating this interview for a second. Absolutely. So let's get started. Let's talk about the early days of Link from Dallas, Texas. Originally, you were in a group. I was, man. Um, I was in a group called Protégé. Okay. Back in the day, it consisted of four members, man, during the um, the early 90s, 90, 91. Um, myself, uh, Delight, cat named uh, Josie, Alton. His name was Alton, but we called him Josie, and Bobby. Um, and, and we were pretty dope, man. Uh, we actually uh, signed to uh, ADF and the Untouchables. Mm. Had a deal with um, Motown, but you know how how things go, man. We we never got the opportunity to come out as a group. Yeah. And, and at that time, uh, myself and Delight, we just kind of decided that, hey, man, it's time to like work on your solo project, man. And that's what we did. Nice. So talk about that chemistry that you have with Delight, because you guys have done so much together. Some of the classics we'll talk about later, including the LSG record, right. your album as well. But just talk about that chemistry. Like, how was that process like to develop that chemistry? Man, you know what's crazy, man, with, with Delight and myself, man, we, we had um, chemistry right off the right off the bat, man. Uh, I had a mutual friend, or we both had a mutual friend. His name was Leonard. And Leonard used to always talk to me about this guy. Man, you, I need to hook you up with this guy, Delight. I need to hook you up. And he would always talk to Delight about me, like, Delight, I need to hook you up with this cat named Link, right? Yeah. And it finally, it finally happened where where we, we hooked up, man, and literally within minutes of he and I um, being introduced to each other, we wrote a song, like, literally in, like, the first five minutes of meeting each other, man. That's, that's, that's real, man. That's no lie, man. He was, he was playing on the keyboard, man, and I was sitting there listening, and I was like, yo, <laughs> I, I got something that'll, you know, fit with that, and boom, man. <laughs> immediately you know what i'm saying we meshed from a music standpoint man and from then on man we we just we continued on man and we made a lot of good music together right dj eddie f amazing producer as well legend just talk about that untouchables camp when you were there who was there at that time man you know back in the day man the untouchables were, were was hot man they they was killing the game back then man you know we were so excited uh, to be a part of that camp, man. We was just and, and we were disappointed because we were never really able to come out at the time. That they had intro was uh, was bumping, and they had it was so many of us, man. I yeah. remember Eddie F invited us over to his home when we we lived in New York. We was on that grind trying to make it, and it was just so many acts, man. So many groups. We were like, my God, man, we gonna take over the game <laughs> when we come out. You know what I'm right. saying? And, Again, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to uh, grace the world's presence with Protégé, but myself and Delight, we were representatives of that group, and I hope we, uh, you know, we represented pretty well. Yeah, I think you guys did. Right off the gate, you guys came out with a huge hit for LSG, My Body. Kind of take me through the process of that song a little bit. You know, it was crazy, man. Delight, 
actually had the track, right? Mm -hmm. And he, he would play me the music, man. And I was like, oh, Delight, I don't really know. I don't <laughs> know about that, man. Because cause at the time, the, the music was so different. We talking, we talking like, like 97. And I was listening mm -hmm. to the music and I was like, Light, I don't know, man. You know, he was like, Link, you tripping. This music is, is the illest, you know what I mean? And he kept playing, he mm -hmm. kept playing it, right? And he was, I was like, all right, man. He was like, come on, we got to come up with something hot for this. I was like, bet. And he said, he literally said, yo, we, I want to flip it. I don't want it to be um, a, a, a traditional R&B song. Let's, let's kind of, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Let's add a little, you know what I mean? Bone thugs and harmony to it. How the way they flip, they they rap lyrics. Let's right. kind of, you know, let's 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 use that vibe, right? It was like, okay, man, okay. So we we just got in the room, man, and um, we grinded it out, man, and boom, the magic happened, man. And I was shocked when, when you know, at the end of the day, that record was what we came up with. That was that was incredible, man. Especially from from where it started from with me, because I did not like that track in the beginning. <laughs> Now, at that time, did you know you were writing it for LSG? No, it was not. No. For, it was not for LSG. It was originally mm. my song. Mm. It was. It was. It was on my demo that I shot. So it was, wow. it was my song, which is why, if you know people follow me on IG, I kind of put it out that hey, um, you guys want to hear the version of my body, you know, my personal version because I have one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it was not originally for LSG. What happened was, in the midst of shopping my demo, um, LSG had already completed their act album, actually. And yep. Delight took, he had a great relationship with Sylvia Rohn and Merlin Bob over at Electra Records. So naturally, he went there to shop my demo. And in listening to my demo, it was like, damn, you know, this dude mm -hmm. is hot. He said, but that song, we need that song. We need that song for LSG, right? So they literally um, came at me for about three, four months, man, trying to get that song from me to get right. LSG. And I was like, nah, man, no. No, you can't <laughs> have a record. No, 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 right? And, I, you know, eventually I just sat down with my team and Delight and, you know, my management, my lawyer. And it was like, look, man, we can't tell you what to do. It's your song. But from a business standpoint, just mm -hmm. on the business, if you allow LSG to bump that record, then, you know, it's going to do great things for you as a writer and as an artist as well. So after a few months, man, I, I finally relented. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. plus, you know, they, they broke me off. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I said, cool, yeah. man. I reluctantly gave it to them, man. And they, they did a great job with the record, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you make a great point. Like, if you had put out My Body, which I'm sure would have ended up being a smash, it's a lot different because LSG at that time, they had that push. Right. That could reach a much bigger audience. And I feel like by giving up that song, yes, you do lose out in the short run, but in the long run now, like, your publishing on that song must be crazy. Right, right. I mean, I'm, yeah. still, I'm still blessed today to be able to, um, to still be receiving publishing from that record because it was such a, a great record. And again, to echo what you said, with, with yes. legends like Gerald Levert and Keith Sweat and Johnny Gill, who had already had this enormous following 
and the yep. hype the hype around them forming this group was had had become so enormous you know it took the record probably to a place that me being a new artist i may not have been mm -hmm. able to take it to that and because of that people still listen to the record today and because yes. the record is still being played today and still being listened to hey man my publishing still you know what i'm saying it's still yeah. it's still flowing you know what i mean and I think Pretty Ricky sampled that song recently too, right? Yes, they did, man. Yes, they yeah. did, man. With a new joint called Body. Uh, yep. It's hot too. I saw the video. The video is ill. You know what I'm saying? They did a, a great job with it, man. It sounds dope. You know, there, were, there have been a lot of people who kind of played off of my body a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But these <laughs> were the guys, the first guys who really, really sampled like they yeah. sampled my body and implemented it into their song, man. So, you know what I mean? I'm I'm hoping that that record does well also. Yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit to your debut album. And I got to give a quick shout out to my friend Lachelle. She loves that album. She feels like it's one of those gems. Not everyone knows about that album, but those that know about it, they know about that album. And, you know, just from top to bottom, it's just a favorite of hers and to many people. Just talk about the creation of that album and what you remember about it. Man, you know what? First of all, I, I appreciate that from your girl, Lachelle. Thanks a lot for that. Um, you know, when, when, when I got ready to, 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 to come out, man, and work on the music, man, Delight, we just kind of sat down and said, say, man, you know, we kind of talked about the direction we would go. And he said, you know what? He said, late. I'm going you know, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make you a sex symbol, man. <laughs> and I was like, dog, yeah, you don't have to do that. That's, I mean, come on, I mean, right. You don't have to make me a sex symbol. You know what I mean? That's, that's, come on, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, at the time, the only person who was really on that vibe like that was 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 R. Kelly. You know what yeah. I mean? So, we would just say, hey, let's 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 kind of follow that. You know what I mean? That little blueprint right there, man, and, and try to take it to a, another another level, man. You know what I'm saying? So when we set out, we we just kind of basically said we was gonna go as close to the edge as we possibly could go without going over it. You know what I mean? And just try yep. to continue to bang out those records, you know, that have or had a connotation of yep. of sex, but but clean, not not nasty or dirty, but adult. You know what I mean? So that um, when when you when somebody or, or was in the mood, you know, this would be one of the records that they would put on to 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 help capture that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So so that's right. what we did, man. And I was a little I was a little afraid in the beginning because I was like, man, what is my mom gonna say when she hears it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But surprisingly. Cause I never told her, you know, I never ever said anything, but I just kind of, when I finished it, I picked up and we kind of rolled and I just slipped it in the little, you know what I mean? A CD, you know, it was CDs back then, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. slipped it in and just, you know, kind of, kind of snuck it on her trying to, trying to get a, a, a reaction from her because I thought she would just, boy, what you doing? I got my, you know, but she did not, <laughs> she didn't do that at all. She actually, enjoyed the music wow i was like oh my god you know what i mean so I, <laughs> so I knew then i said oh i'm cool man mom signed off on it i'm cool i'm cool hey man the best approval is from your parents so if, if she likes it we're good yeah yeah <laughs> but 
the biggest single off that album, of course, What You Gonna Do. Right. Big record. Right. Uh, just talk about that one. Um, you know, it was crazy, man. I was in the I was in the studio with Light and a couple of other producers, man, and I had actually stepped outside to go with this other cat. And he was just letting me hear some stuff he had. And I was like, yeah, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. And as soon as I stepped back into the studio, I heard this boom, boom, and I was like, what the hell? You know what I mean? And by the time I made it all the way to the back, Light was in there going ham on this track. And I was like, oh my God, just the, just the track period before any vocals or lyrics or anything. It was just the track that was just so retarded, man. It was like, oh my God. So Delight, myself, and our, our other writing partner at the time, Antoinette Robeson, we just sat down with, again, with that blueprint of edginess, you know what I mean? And yep. we banged it out, and we, we wanted to make it as catchy as possible, man, because it was the right. first single, it was the first thing that anybody was going to ever hear from me. So it had to be, you know what I mean, very catchy, a little, a little edgy, you know what I mean? Yep. And it was, man, that, that record was, it was a, it was, it was my most successful single. Uh, as far as charting and sales. Yep. Now there's a line in that song and we have to talk about that line. <laughs> this well, the 69 line. <laughs> Everyone's going to ask me about this. So you got to tell us, and I'm surprised your mom didn't get mad at you for this line. Explain how that line came about. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I, I really believe that was uh, on Delight or Antoinette. Um, they kind of had they came up with that little line already. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It was like, how would you like it if I hit you with a six, nine? I was like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I had to add my little, would you like me on top? And I hit that high spot and I run up in the middle of what? You know what I mean? So we was like, oh, my God, man. We are, <laughs> we are pushing the envelope, man. But, it, you know, it worked, man. We got away with it, brother. Yep. <laughs> so a couple more songs I want to highlight off this album. Give Me Some right. and Spill. Those two right there, right. great records. Right on, right on. Uh, Give Me Some was actually probably the one joint, one of the one of the records on the song that I wrote entirely by myself, man. You know, back back then, you know, Delight and I, we, 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 we lived together. We was together all the time because we wanted that, that vibe to be so, so Trump tight. That, that that anytime anybody came up with something, we wanted everybody to be around so we could hear it, you know what I mean, and expound on it. And I was actually using the restroom, and I don't know why, I don't know where it came from. I just started saying, give me some. And I kept mm. saying it over and over, and Delight heard me, and he was like, man, what you in there singing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I came out with it, and, and from then on, we just again we sat down, we banged it out. He 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 heard the way I was singing it. He created the illest track to it, you know what I'm saying? And and um, that that record was, you know, it, it probably should have been a single, man. It's unfortunate yeah. we didn't get a chance yeah. to get to it. You know what I mean? And as far as Spill is concerned, man, that's the one record on the on the album that either yeah. myself or Delight did not write or mm -hmm. produce. That record right. was written by Kenny Whitehead from the Whitehead Brothers. Right, um, right. It, yep. was so, it was so dope, man. We was like, Kenny, I got to have that record, dog. I got to <laughs> have it, man. You know what I'm saying? 
And Kenny yeah. became part of the camp. And he was like, cool, man. And he gave it to me. He sat down in the lab with me and kind of said, Link, hey, you put your thing into it, but do it like this, do it like that, man. And, and, and Spills is like one of the most, I would say, it, that's one of the records that a lot of people, like a lot of my close friends, close personal friends, they always talk about it. They say, man, you know what my favorite record is on the album? Mm. They spill, man. I was like, wow, <laughs> I got that from a lot of people, man. So big ups to my boy, Kenny Whitehead. Exactly. So, you know, one of the questions that we always wonder, because this album to many is considered a, a gem, but it didn't do the numbers that, you know, one would have expected with this type of quality. Why do you feel like the album didn't perform, you know, to that expectation? Well, two reasons, two reasons. Um, first of all, like I said, the record was, it was tough. It was a, it was, it was, it was a lot to handle. You know what I mean? Yep. Because just of, because of the content and because of that, you know, you, you, you needed, or we needed at the time, some people who had great relationships at radio who mm. could come in and say, Hey, listen, you got to take a chance on this record with me being an unknown artist at the time and coming with those kind of records, you know, they was like, man, who is this? You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, yeah, it's like been in the game 10 to 15 years, but right, it was such a strong record, man, that the label I was on at the time was Relativity, which was a division of Sony. They yep. just did not have the relationships at radio mm. because Relativity right. at the time was a rap label. You know, they had right. a lot of, you know what I'm saying, Fat Joe and Bone, Thugs and Harmony, the M eight ball MJG, they was they was on rap. They didn't really, you know what I'm saying? They hadn't had an mm -hmm. opportunity to have form relationships at radio with R and B. And you know with R and B you gotta have you gotta have yeah. radio for it to connect, man. So yeah. even though they loved me and they shelled out, you know, the dollars to make it happen, all they yeah. had was independent reps all over the nation so right. we know what the indie reps was doing back in back in the day you know they was just taking the money and boom that was it so mm -hmm. it, it was it was the record with i hate to say it but it was doomed before it even mm -hmm. came out you know what i mean Fair enough. Yeah. yeah so that happens your album comes out and then what's your next move because i know you started doing a lot of work behind the scenes you wrote a lot on silks Tonight album, like what was the next move for you? Um, well, it was kind of a uh, an on ongoing process, man. Like once we did the single for LSG to My Body Joint, that just opened up the floodgates as far as the roster that was on Electra. So mm. that ended up being Silk, uh, Adina Howard. You know what I mean? And we we we. Once we got a chance to work with Sip, we 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 formed such a great relationship with them, man. I I consider those guys as my brothers now. You know what I mean? And uh, Gerald on his solo project, uh, he was also on Electra. Keith with his solo right. project, he was on Electra. Um, it just kind of you know while I was working on my record, we was working on their records as well, man. So we was working back then, brother. We were working. Right. Now, at that time, did you have intentions to do another album or just tough? take me through that? 
Yes, I did, man. I, I had no idea that um, a change in the industry was on the horizon. I had no idea. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My, my, my intention was to shell out, you know what I mean? Just album after album after album over at Sony. But yeah. unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do that because what we didn't know at the time was um, relativity was, was, was going under. Mm. You know what I mean? We had no idea this was happening. And basically, they, they, they signed us to try to kind of save them, to try to bring oh. them up out of, you know what I mean? We right. found that this out later on, but we didn't know at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it was just, it was, it was, it was just, it was too tough for them, man. Because again, they didn't have the relationships at radio for a record like mine to survive. You know what I mean? Right. But my, my intentions were always to be, to put out good music and to continue being an artist, man. That was that was my goal. Right. So we fast forward then to 2008. You finally drop another album, Creeping. Just kind of take me through that period for you, because it's a lot different than when you had dropped an album back in 98. The industry had changed. R&B had changed. The internet was in full effect. Right, right. Um, you know, we had seen Napster and all of that stuff. So right. how did you kind of, first off, maneuver or, or adapt to the industry at that point in 2008? Yeah, that's a good question. Man, it was, it was totally different from when I had been signed um, in 98 to Relativity. Because the biggest difference was then was the labels did everything for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They had street teams and whatever that you needed, they provided it for you. But right. by the time I dropped Creeping in 08, it wasn't like that anymore. Right. You had to do everything on your own. You know what I mean? And that was a, that was a big adjustment for me because I was just used to, you know what I'm saying? The label doing everything for me, man. You know what I mean? But and it took me it took me a few years to kind of get out of that contract with, with, with relativity. Then it took me a couple of years to regroup and then form mm -hmm. my own company, you know what I mean, and come up with the 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 the, the budget to be able to make it happen, man. It was it was tough, man. Yeah. It was tough, you know what I'm saying? But I finally got it done. Um I thought the music was 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 pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to compare it to Sex Down because Sex Down is a classic. Right. <laughs> but I wanted to at least make make it as close to Sex Down as possible. It's just unfortunate that I did not have the machine that I needed to promote yep. that record like it needed to be promoted. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, that goes for every veteran artist that comes in and tries to put out music during that time period. And even now, it, it's tough a lot of our favorites to, to really put out music does making music and releasing it still excite you today knowing that the oh industry my. has changed so much oh my god man it's you know i've never been a fan of the business of music i've, I've yeah. never been a fan of it but I, i'm 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 just um a true artist man mm -hmm. down to the, to the to the to my core i just enjoy making music man that's just what i enjoy because I mean, it's a blessing, first of all, to be able to do that. You know what yep. I'm saying? And I, I have, I've had conversations with uh, a lot of my friends in the industry talking about making new music, and they like, why? Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why would you? Why? Why? You know, it's not gonna sell. You know, it's not gonna do this. It's not. Why would you? I just said, hey man, I just love making music. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just. I I feel like that's why 
I was put here on this earth to make music, man. I just, I enjoy it. I don't like the business and the crap that you got to go through. You know what right. I mean? But but the the, the raw art of, of making music, man, I will always love that, man. Always. Right. Yeah. And I think it's really cool because you've been in the game for so long now. You've put out great music. And now you have the opportunity to make money off those records. You're on the road. You're touring. Well, not right now, but you've been on the road. Um, just talk about that aspect of your career. How happy are you that you're still able to tour off the records that you've written? Well, I, I believe it's again, it's a blessing, man, because yeah. for for me, you know, my the one and most successful record that I had was Sex Down. And it came in '98, right at the at the beginning of the when things changed. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't come out in '92, '93, where I, where I would have had a chance to put out two or three albums that, right. you know, my fans could have enjoyed from a national standpoint. So yeah. with just only that one album, man, to have people still remember me and still show yeah. me love off of that one joint, man, I'm I'm truly, truly blessed to be able to still get calls from, from people wanting me to do shows uh, in different places, man. So, you know, I, I, I don't take that for granted. I appreciate my fans for being as patient with me as they have, because they always link. We where's the new album? We need new music, and I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 truly a blessing, man. And hopefully, uh, when the world you know opens back up and things are back safe, then I can get back out on the road and and try to promote uh, as much new music as possible, man. Right. So let's talk about the new music here, Link. Like like we know, music is a lot different. And it was in the 90s. Songs are now less than three minutes long. There's no bridges. Stuff that we were so accustomed to back in the day. Um, and I'm not sure if you still listen to the radio these days, but how do you kind of approach making music now? Do you listen to what's out there and try to adapt to that? Or are you just sticking with what you know? Like, just take me through your approach. You know what, man? Um, it's difficult for me to listen to the radio because they don't really play um, the music that I enjoy anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? That music is not for me. It's for the it's for the younger generation. You know, every now and then when I jump in the ride, I'll catch something on the radio that's cool. But for the most part I do not yeah. listen to the music on the radio. You know what I mean? Because right. they don't they don't they don't play us. They don't play our brand of music anymore. So right. they try to kick us to the curb as if we don't exist anymore. So it's hard for me to listen to the radio, man. Um but as far as me making music the way I make, I, I'm going to always make music the same exact way because that right. was in me. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't follow trends. Right. I don't say, okay, this is what they're doing now. I need to do that. I don't do none of that. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I just, whatever, whatever God lays on me from a musical standpoint, I will try to bring it out in, in, in the manner that I'm always used to. This is why I always say, people say, we love 90s music. We love 90s music. And and I I say, well, you know what? It's That's that's just the era that the music came out in. Had mm -hmm. it been in the 2000s, you would have been saying, we love 2000 music. Or had it been yeah. 2020, you would have been saying that. that was, that's just the kind of music that we made then. Because that's yeah. pure, real R&B to its core. And I will yeah. always make that kind of music, man. I don't follow no trends, none of that. Right. If if people don't like that, then I I'll be like, okay, it's cool. You know, you can you have the right to like or not like, you know, right. whatever. 
But I will always make music the same way that I make it, man, with bridges, you know what I mean, vamps, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, ad-libs, you know what right. I mean? I, that's, that's, that's the only way I know how to do it, man. Right. I love it. And and I'll say this, like when Bruno Mars dropped his album probably about two years ago, it was so like early 90s influence. And to see the response that that got, it made me recognize that people still love that type of music, but it's just going to require some push from, from the higher powers. And I think that's the toughest part. But, you know, I think as long as you continue to put out good music, it will eventually come through. Right. I agree. I agree, man. Um it's, it, it's just, I don't, you know, what, what kills me is it's like the, the, the higher up, so to speak. It's like yeah. they are so surprised to see and hear the great responses that real R&B music gets. It's, yeah. it's, and I'm like, well, well, I mean, well, what do you, what did you think? Like, it's, this is R&B <laughs> music. Like, this is what people love and appreciate. We understand yeah you know, the politics of, of the game and, you know, you got to do certain things at the radio stations now because, you know, there are conglomerates. Every, it's one station owns another station and stuff like that. I get that. But the bottom line is people like what they like. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And yep. people love our brand of music. Yeah, love it. So, Link, we're, we're almost out of time here. Is there anything that you'd like to add? First of all, man, I just got to say big ups to you, Kyle. You you guys have done an awesome job, man, um, providing a platform for, for R&B music, man. It's, it's not right. a lot of people out there who have gotten right. behind us and support us in the manner that you know our guy Soul has. You know what I'm right. saying? And the, the to be able to provide an outlet where we can come on just for a little while and just share yeah. our stories. And, and stuff like that, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Real talk. Um, I want to send a shout out to all my fans once again who have followed me and supported me and have been patient with me for all these years. I promise you, I promise you, I got great music in the works. It's coming. It would have actually already been out um, had, had the pandemic taken over the world. But um, that's neither here nor there. Y'all just stay patient with me as soon as I can. We're going to drop hot new link sizzling music, and I'm going to give it to you just like I did in the 90s. The real <laughs> link, edgy music that you expect from me is coming. All right? For real. Uh, I want to make sure you guys know where I am just in case uh, you're looking for me. You can definitely follow me right here on IG. Um, the artist link. Link the artist. I can't remember which one. This link the artist. On, yep. <laughs> uh, on uh, Twitter is LinkMusic69. Uh, follow me there. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Lincoln Browder. All right? Those are my three social uh, uh, media pages. Follow me so you can make sure you, you know what's going on with me. And I promise you, man, we're going to get it in, man. Nice. Well, Link, like I told you earlier, you made an impact on R&B. And for that, we'll always celebrate your music. So just keep us posted. And we're going to be here to support. Man, I appreciate it, brother. You will be the first Absolutely. one to know when I drop, fam. I appreciate it. Much love to you. Sounds, sounds good. Take care. Right on. You too, brother.